Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. What a save! Hoskinen with the glove! Unbelievable! McDavid, 500 points! Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. This is a little bit obscene in terms of what the Edmonton Oilers are doing on the power play. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Evan Bouchard with a little snapshot from the right point! I'm James Neal. Start on this. Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades! Mike Smith, Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. Unbelievable. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Connor McDavid wins the game for Edmonton. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. song today requested by one of the two winners radio play-by-play voices this season cam moon i was talking to cam earlier today he said remember that song a dollar in my pocket by big house i'm like i think i saw big house with uh, maybe with john sexsmith in like 1990 91 and around that time edmonton bass band maybe we'll make this part of uh, uh opening shows on fridays obscure song references this is orders now hope you're having a uh, a fantastic friday we have a jam-packed show coming up for you today orders now is brought to you by our title sponsor digitex buy or lease your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office it and supplies for many of you who uh, sort of grew up watching much music. Uh, because it was CanCom, you would have seen that video a lot uh, from uh, back in the day from Big House. Dollar in my pocket. Oh, if I had a dollar for every time uh, we used to use the term CanCom. Uh, this is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. We will tell you. Coming up at uh, 1218, former Edmonton Oilers captain, Andrew Ferentz uh, will be joining us to discuss the fact that uh, Monday will be Hockey is for Everyone uh, Day. That's the uh, Oilers game against the uh, Maple Leafs. The Oilers are hosting a hockey 
is uh, for every one night beneficiaries of the 50-50 includes Spirit of the North and uh, the right to play. So Andrew Ference, the former Oilers captain, will make an appearance on today's show. Uh, he's involved in initiatives like this at 12:18 today. 12:35, regular contributor to the show on Fridays. Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino. 105, the Edmonton Oil Kings 7 and 0 on the season. They got the best player in junior hockey right now. His name's Dylan Gunther. Uh, Bob McKenzie from TSN had him ranked third overall uh, for the upcoming NHL entry draft. They have the best goaltender right now in junior hockey uh, in Canada, Sebastian Gosa, who many people thought maybe we're looking at a 25 through 30 pick, and now I'm hearing there's teams looking at him sort of in the 15 to 25 overall range. Brad Lauer, the Edmonton Oil Kings Head coach will join us at 105. At 115, Edmonton area product fought his way for a lengthy NHL career from uh, the Leafs Nation Network uh, analyst Bob McGill, longtime NHL player, will give us a bit of a uh, Toronto perspective on all things that are uh, involving the Maple Leafs right now. 135, one of our two radio play-by-play voices, Jack Michaels, who uh, is in uh, year 11 here in Edmonton, splitting time, obviously, for NHL Hockey on Rogers with Sportsnet and having uh, the national games that are broadcast for Sportsnet Jack is on the radio side, so we'll hook up with him. Here's how you get a hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree has multiple Dreamcatcher Spawn State packages available for booking now. Call 1-844-425-2733 or visit rivercreeresort.com backslash state. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Find everything you'll need for your next flooring project at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or at the AshleyFineFloors.com. Uh, Brendan Escott's back in the chair. Brendan at two E's. Escott with two T's. You can reach me, uh, Bob underscore Stoffer, the Twitter account for the show, at Oilers Now, and Brendan again. Two E's, two T's at Brendan Escott. Our top story, the Oilers finally get a chance to play a game. Uh, the top story brought to you daily by Legacy Heating and Cooling with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. So the Oilers practice today and we're actually going to go uh, quickly into our game day lineup report brought to you by North 49 Home Inspections, professional and thorough home inspections for the Edmonton area. And we will uh, tell you that uh, uh, Jack tweeted these lines out a little bit earlier on today from his eyes and ears. Connor McDavid was up front today with Leon Dreisaitl and Yesopoli-Arvey. McDavid will head into the game against Toronto on a nine-game point uh, uh, streak uh, with seven goals and 20 points during that stretch. Connor Yamamoto was back at uh, practice on the right side with Nugent Hopkins and Cahoon. Yamamoto has played 59 games for the Oilers over the course of the last two seasons during that time. Eh, he's been pretty good. He's got 18 goals, 24 assists, 42 points in 59 games, plus 26. The Oilers with Yamamoto in the lineup the last two seasons have gone 35, 20, and 4. That is a 627 winning percentage. Edmonton had Josh Archibald on the left wing with Haas and Zach Cassian, Jujar Kara with Devin Shore and Alex Chason. On defense, the Oilers, uh, no surprises. Nurse with Barry. Darnell Nurse leading the Oilers' time on ice, 25-34. Leading the NHL, even strength goals, even strength um, assists. Uh, or check that, even strength goals, even strength points by NHL defenseman Tyson Berry still second in uh, D point scoring, of course, but David Dreisaitl 1-2 in scoring overall. Uh, Lagason and Larson were the second pair. Russell and Bear, who've been very good over the last three games, uh, were the third pair. Mike Smith uh, is my 
best guess is who's going to start tomorrow. He's 11 and 3 at 2.34 goals against average 922 save percentage. Quickly looking at Toronto. Last night they rolled with Matthews, with Simmons, and Marner. Matthews, the last four years, uh, 47 goals last season, 37-34-40. His first four NHL uh, campaigns. Marner had a 94-point season two years ago. They both play over 22 minutes a game. Tavares was with Galchenyuk and Nylander last night. 47 goals season for John Tavares a couple seasons ago. Kerfoot between a couple Wiley vets, Joe Thornton and Jason Spezza. And then some real speed and tenacity on uh, a line with Engvall, with McKayev, and Zach Hyman, who is a critical unrestricted free agent and would be on a lot of teams' radar screens if the Leafs can't get him done. Morgan Riley with uh, TJ Brody, uh, Jake Muzz, and Justin Hall. That's the Leafs' top two pairings, and uh, they're good. Though there's been a bit of a drop-off, Toronto has gone 4-6 and six since they swept Edmonton in three straight games. So keep that in mind. They did beat Ottawa last night 3-2 uh, to two in overtime. Jack Campbell this year has been unreal in between the pipes. 5-0, a 1.18 goals against average, 9.58 save percentage. Uh, the Leafs uh, averaging 3.3 goals per game, 2.58 against. The Oilers third in the league at 3.41 goals per game, so slightly ahead of Toronto in terms of goal scoring. Uh, and their defense has shredded down to 2.85 goals against. Uh, the Oilers are giving up over the last 25 games a stretch where Edmonton has gone 18-7, and seven, one fewer goal against per game then they're scoring. They've uh, outscored uh, the opposition by 25 goals over the last 25 games. Into the Oilers now, Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. Um, Dave Tippett had these comments, sort of comparing the Maple Leafs three-game uh, sweep versus other games against Toronto this season. I think, you know what, during the season, you, there's some ups and downs. We didn't play very well the last three games against them. Gave up early goals against them, and uh, you know the other games were real tight games. So we just have to get back to playing the way we can, and uh, you know we got to we got to monitor, see how we come out of this break here. Or we're uh, we've been on sitting on the road for a week, so we got to make sure we get our competitive juices coming back and get engaged in the game right away. Again, based on practice today, it looks like McDavid and Drysaddle would be played together. Um, and Dave Tippett asked, we should mention, when the Maple Leafs swept Edmonton earlier, the, that free game set, and a lot of you were really down after that, uh, Maple Leafs goaltender stopped 87 of 88 shots over three games. I would suggest that would probably not be a sustainable save percentage, just at 99%, though Jack Campbell is at 958. Uh, here's Dave Tippett on McDavid and Drysaddle in the last three-game series not producing against Toronto. They know what they're doing game in, game out. We know what we're doing chances. They didn't capitalize. It was much more made out of the media than it was for them. Simple as that. You guys make way more out of it than, than they do. They show up and play every day. Some days it, uh, they get results, and some days it's not the results you want. So they're back at it. Just it's we got to get back and playing. We're more worried about getting ourselves back and playing from this week. And that's a, a great point. And, again, uh... You know, Toronto, Edmonton, in in all three games, the Oilers had really good sequences early. They didn't score, and then the Leafs did score. And then the Oilers were chasing. And Toronto has improved their top four. The funny thing is, some might say that's the best the Leafs have played all year, and they haven't been the same team since. And many of you would suggest Edmonton hasn't been the same team since they've gotten her going. Uh, Chris Russell spoke today on the rest versus the rust coming off this 
unscheduled break as a result of the Montreal COVID situation? I don't know. I think uh, the way how many games we've, the way the season is in uh, you know a short period of time with a lot of hockey games, it's uh, you know rest is something you can take advantage of. But I felt like we've had. No, we didn't take a day off the ice. We had some hard skates, and, you know, we competed well today. So um, I don't expect, expect the rest to be an issue. But at the same time, you know, we got to simplify things early and try and, you know, get our game plan going and uh, get our feet going early. All right. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl also uh, available today. And he says for the Oilers, the team is focused on the big picture, not just the Maple Leafs. These two games are important, um, but they're not the end of the world, and they're not season-deciding. So we obviously we want to get them back uh there's no question about that but at the same time we we have to understand that um this isn't this isn't do or die for us right now these two games so um we got to play our game we got to be sound defensively play a good road game solid road game and um i think we have a good good chance of winning some games that is Leon Dreisaitl of the Edmonton Oilers. That's the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. We're going to step out. It's 1218 in Edmonton, and we will come back with Andrew Ference, former Edmonton Oilers captain, to talk about uh, hockey is for everyone. It's the game that will take place uh, on Monday. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It is uh, 1220 in Edmonton. As part of the uh, 50-50 initiative that continues to take place, courtesy of our friends of 3Max, we have specialized nights, and one of those are going to occur Monday when the Edmonton Oilers play the second game of their two-game series against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And uh, at this time, we are pleased to be joined on the line by former Edmonton Oilers Captain uh, Andrew Ference, who uh, works in an NHL role as well. And Monday is Hockey is for Everyone Night. Hello, Andrew. How are you doing? Hello, Bob. How are you doing? You've uh, had to fill some time over the last few days. <laughs> yeah, surprise. Well, it's Andrew. It's a different time, as you know, very different time. But uh, yeah. and we're all we're all dealing with it. So here's the deal: the orders are hosting hockey is for everyone. Uh, the beneficiaries are the fifty fifty for uh, Spirit uh, North, which is an organization led by uh, Becky Scott, who uh, was a, a Canadian Olympian and a biathlete, and then Right to Play. Uh, maybe help educate our our listeners as to why. Uh, you know, right to play and, and hockey is for everyone. Why these nights are, are, are important uh, from a league perspective in terms of, uh, you know, engaging and getting everybody involved in the game? Well, I mean, our clubs across the league have, have all done uh, amazing work on their own communities. Uh, I'm always a little biased, and I think I have full right to be that. Uh, I can point out that Edmonton is just amazing, obviously, with their 50-50 uh, draws, which is, uh, I don't know if fans know this in Edmonton, but just absolutely unparalleled anywhere across the league uh, with the amount of money that they um, you know raise and put back into the community and, and what they support. And, and obviously, with uh, Hockey is for Everyone, that's our our you know, the main objective at, at the NHL is to make sure that, you know, we live up to that moniker and that we are growing the game, that we're making sure that people that, you know, are involved in the game have a good experience uh, uh, with it. And so, you know, depending on obviously where you're, you know, where you are, if you're in LA or if you're in uh, uh, Phoenix or up here in Edmonton, you know, you're, you're going to focus on uh, different groups, which are underrepresented in your, uh, in your hockey community. And, 
And, uh, you know, between Spirit North and, and Right to Play, they're doing some uh, amazing on-the-ground work of uh, introducing kids to the sport, uh, especially in ind- Indigenous uh, uh, communities. And uh, I'm just thrilled, you know, obviously, you know, when people win the 50-50 as an individual, it, uh, it really <laughs> has a huge impact on their lives. Uh, but for these groups um, uh, and, and for these nonprofits, when they get to, uh, have some of the the, the same winnings uh, put into their uh, put into the organizations. It makes a massive impact for the work that they're doing on the ground. Uh, Becky Scott being a, a really great Albertan. Uh, I know her uh, a little bit from my time in Canmore and and where uh, where I trained alongside some of those skiers and and she's doing uh, great work and actually right to play. Uh, who has a long history with the Olympics and, and with hockey and, and who actually I would have done some work with uh, in my career as well and, and uh, I've worked closely with uh, with hockey. They're doing some great hockey programs up in uh, up in the north. So uh, I'm really excited, uh, like I said, selfishly, that the Oilers are, are uh, supporting these two organizations. We're joined by former Edmonton Oilers Captain Andrew Ference, Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. The Oilers Entertainment Group is focused on supporting organizations and taking a priority on uh, inclusion and diversity. Uh, Pride Tape, uh, will the Oilers will use Pride Tape uh, on Mondays, uh, Monday night when they play the Maple Leafs. Uh, personal observation here, Andrew, I, I, I personally believe today's player, uh, and you can correct me if you think I'm wrong, I I mean, we, we've got to continue to embrace and, and be open uh, to things, but I, I think they are more open and better educated and are far more, uh, you, you know what I mean, in terms of uh, recognizing and realizing that uh, people have uh, different perspectives that they come from in, in life and, and different uh, different backgrounds. Like, I, I don't know about you. I mean, you, you're sort of no longer in the league in terms of a player's a day-to-day, but you played a long time. Did you not see uh, more of a willingness and more of an openness maybe to, to be more inclusive uh, in time as a player from when you first broke in the NHL to maybe when you finished playing in the NHL? Well, a massive change. I mean, uh, undoubtedly massive change. And not just that. I mean, I think, uh, you know, we have to remember that um, you know, as hockey players, whether you're in the NHL or not, I mean, you're part of the general population, right? And I think that in general, um, you know, our society has, has made uh, leaps and bounds uh, in that area over the, over the last couple decades, right? So, um, but within the locker room itself, um, I think you're bang on. I think it's a, it's a completely different locker room. I think that, um, you know, whether it is about LGBTQ issues or, um, you know, down to something as silly as, you know, you know, what you're wearing to the rink and how your, you know, personal style or whatever it is, but, you know, from uh, very, very important issues to very, you know, uh, somewhat mundane issues, uh, the locker room has become much more accepting of different, uh, different characters, different interests, different individuals, um, you know, showing more personality, uh, and really, at the end of the day, what that boils down to is, I think players can enter the locker room and, and have a more, uh, a much more comfortable level of just being themselves, and, and not, uh, you know, not just trying to, you know, fit in by, uh, you know, by doing whatever they think they uh, they have to to do that. So uh, I think it's a it's a different locker room today, and and, and a lot of credit goes to the people uh, in these organizations that start the conversations. You know, you look what the Burke family uh, has done for. Room conversations around the LGBTQ community. Um, it takes leaders like that and groups uh, uh, like you can play and um, uh, to, to really open up.
up the dialogue and, and have those discussions, and, and that's what makes progress, right? So um, without a doubt, it doesn't just happen on its own. Uh, Andrew, you, you do have a role with the National Hockey League. What's the league doing? Uh, you, you talked about the great support that we're seeing here in Edmonton with the 50-50s for the respective nights. What's the NHL doing in support of diversity and inclusion? Well, club by club, you know, we have a whole team at the, at the league office that helps to, to try to support the clubs and, and, and obviously share uh, share the best practices amongst those clubs about uh, attracting a, a more diverse audience and a more diverse playing audience to our game. Um, as far as, like, actual, uh, some tactical things, uh, a fun thing that I get to work on is, is developing some programming uh, around street hockey. Um, you know, obviously one of our main objectives is growing the game of hockey, uh, you know, across North America and, and for the world for that matter. And we're looking at different ways of doing that, right? So uh, you, you start with kind of looking at some of the barriers uh, to, to our sports and, and, and obviously some of those are, uh, you know, ice time, you know, the actual infrastructure, the cost of the game, the commitment of the game, uh, and for some people even the experience of the, of the game. And so, um, you know, when we're developing a program, uh, like a street hockey program that the NHL is, is, is uh, uh, going to kind of dive headfirst into, into in the, over the next couple of years, you know, we're kind of weighing all those things and, and trying to build a program that uh, breaks down as many barriers as possible, right? Um, we want people to, you know, show up to our programs and whether they're they're playing our sport on the street or on the ice and have an absolutely amazing time you know we're we're, our number one priority isn't to develop the next crop of nhlers our number one priority is to make sure that people have an absolutely amazing experience with with the game so whether they're playing it whether they're just coming to cheer on the oilers or uh, or the coyotes or the kings or wherever they are uh, we want to make sure that their uh, their end experience is a really good one Here's what we'll do. I know that you're traveling uh, on Monday. Uh, the the specific uh, 50-50 draw is going to take place for the Monday game, but at a later date, I'd like to get you on for a longer conversation around some of these concepts, okay? I'd love to, yeah. No, it's, it's uh, like I said, I really enjoy it. It's important stuff that we... Uh, you know, grow the grow the game of hockey in a in a really healthy way. You know, and, and I think that the more people that are involved in our sport, the healthier it is, right? So, uh, yeah, we gotta we gotta make sure that we're all doing this together. Andrew, thanks for fit uh, fitting time in for us today, and uh, good luck in your travels. And we'll touch base down the road. All right, take care of yourself, Bob. See you later. That is Andrew Ference, former captain of the Edmonton Oilers. Again, Monday's game, March 29th. The Oilers are hosting Hockey is for Everyone. And the beneficiaries of the REMAX 5050 online are Spirit North. Uh, that is an organization led by Becky Scott and Right to Play. Uh, it's funny, Andrew mentioned uh, Becky Scott. I, I used to work with uh, a bunch of people who, many of whom ended up settling in Canmore. Uh, a lot of them were skiers. Uh, and they were, uh, now was Becky by Athlon or Cross Country? I was trying to remember that. But, uh, and, and believe me, they were very, uh, open in, uh, in, in how they saw the world. And we had some, uh, terrific discussions back in the day. Uh, it is 12.29 in Edmonton. We'll go off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we return on Oilers Now, we will hook up with NHL Hockey on Rogers uh, Insider for the River Creek Resort and Casino, the one and only Elliot Friedman. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.